didn't rate us five stars on iTunes, there was going to be something that we had to do about it. Uh, and really, we, we reused one of the more epic threats that have been on this podcast over the course of, of about a year that we've been around. And just to ensure that you guys are going to rate and review us five stars on iTunes, I figured what better way to do that than to bring back the person who made that epic threat? I have returned with my huge prosthetic wang. And I, 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 I will use it with abandon and perhaps even gay abandon. So, Christian Nairn, everybody. Christian Welcome Nairn. to our show. Hello. Applause. Applause. Hey, listen, it, it's, uh, it's the boy club. Selena couldn't make it. It's a busy day here on Game of Owns. We're making podcast mm. magic. Christian's here. He's Hodor. Hello. Hi. Well, it's nice so, to Christian, be back. It's been, a, it's been a couple months since our Hodor Week episode, series of interviews. How have you been? What have you been doing? Well... Uh, there's a there's an all encompassing question. Um been pretty busy, to be honest, with the with the run up to season three coming out. Um I've been doing lots of interviews, podcasts, been playing lots of games, was on a BBC show called Ripper Street. Um been preparing for a couple of things. Yeah, I'm now, now I'm just ready for season three to be out. It seems like forever that we finished. <laughs> um I can't believe it's only out next week. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. You know, it mm-hmm. seems like it, it seems like twenty nine years ago that we finished filming. So <laughs> when when did you guys to... finish filming on it? Well, they did it differently last year. Um, instead of uh, it's usually all over the place, to be honest. But last year it was in blocks, so we finished our filming at the end of October. Right. Um, so literally, I haven't worn a sack since. October. Well, we can get you a um, sack if you need one. We'll put some calls out. Yeah, I've, I've got some here as well, just for just some RP. There you go. <laughs> we never know. We could get you a prosthetic one to go along with the other piece. Just call Michael. Have my own. <laughs> Michael organized that for you. I have a drawer full of mixed race. He's um, like this. Static wangs, just depending on what mood I'm in. This one, this one was the Hodor one. Uh, this one, <laughs> he's got giant shot in him. <laughs> I call this one Shaft. He's a detective from the sixties. <laughs> that's, that's the scariest one. Yeah. We thought about bringing Christian back because obviously uh, he's one of our favorite characters from the show. Also a friend of the show. And um, also a friend of Winter's coming, so it's just like the perfect time to bring you back on the show, man. It's like all these things I don't like are coming together. Coming. <laughs> no, oh well, good, good, good. <laughs> no, I think it's a really cool thing that you guys have you you've um, hooked up because they're they're great guys, and you guys are great guys, and you can be all great guys together. <laughs> We're thinking about starting a social club where we meet at Denny's every Sunday afternoon, and we just talk about the world. Mm. You done any DJing lately? Christian. Yes, um, I've been doing that quite a lot. To be honest, I, I tend to do that when I'm not mm-hmm. filming. So mm-hmm. um, I sort of fit that in around the other stuff. Although I have to say, I've been snowed off recently. As I look out the window, it's really fucking snowy here. No comments about North of the Wall, but it is very, <laughs> very snowy here. So he lives, he lives with wildlings. Uh, okay. I tell my mother you said that. <laughs> <laughs> She is a bit feral, but, you know. 
Yeah. Yeah, I wanted to ask about Ripper Street. I looked yeah. at I looked into it for a little bit and it's BBC America and I I definitely want to catch this or yeah. or find this but from what I gather um you know just from the the information I found on the website it seems to take place after the famous Jack the Ripper murders but still you know in the late 19th century in England. Yeah, yeah, I think it's it's so you're going to show me up for lack of knowledge and mm-hmm. something I was involved in, which is very typical of me. But <laughs> it's, it's it's the precinct in London who uh, the, the, I think they sort of fluffed up the Jack the Ripper case that he got away. Mm-hmm. And this is what happens in the preceding uh, or the, the time after that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, to me, it's a lot of people have agreed with this. It's like a Western in London. It's quite strange. Uh, <laughs> that sounds it's, awesome. It's, yeah, it's, it's beautifully, beautifully filmed, and the cast is great. And yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, very different to Game of Thrones. Uh, it was quite a quick shoot. And it's definitely mm-hmm. worth a watch. Um, there, there, there's a few Game of Thrones cast in it, like the Jerome Flynn is one of the leads. Oh, yeah, and I think yeah, there's a few other. Well, there's three of us, I believe. What is what was your role on the show? Um, his name was Barnaby Silver. It was it was a small role, but it was it was in the the finale episode. Basically, we were a family of human traffickers. Uh, really, really horrible, horrible things we did to those girls. And he's kind of like the muscle, and it turns out he's actually the brains behind it as well. He's the older brother. Hmm. Um, but funnily enough, I was, I was also given the role of looking after a little girl. So uh, I see there's maybe a typecast going on here where I'm going to be like sort of a, a, a nanny. <laughs> I'm always sort of given a small, vulnerable child to look after. Well, so if it ain't broke, <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, God, God. No, I'm, I'm, quite, I'm quite happy. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to complain. Yeah, still though, that sounds it sounds really interesting, and I I definitely want to see it. Obviously, the second season I guess will air. It's it's gearing up, um, and it's going to air in 2014. So okay. you, th- these shows they seem to um, you just have a lot of time between when you work on them and when they air. I guess that's never been more apparent to me. Yeah, well, you know, as a newcomer to the business before Game of Thrones, it, it was interesting to me as well. I, I kind of thought they rolled out quite quickly, but the post-production is a very lengthy process, but it seems... Like, I know even on Game of Thrones, we're we're in ADR right up until, uh, in fact, sometimes during when the season goes out for later episodes. Hmm. It's so funny to think about it, because I think about modern recent television, and I'll, I'll bring up a show like Glee, where their release schedule is so staggered over the entire year that... When the pilot and like succession all the way up to the fourth episode, people are watching this, and this is over a span of four to five weeks. They're still writing episode eight and nine, you know, and they still have to film that. And that's just so funny to me. But like something like Thrones, they're just, I mean, not only is the canon already written, but they are so set in their ways and they're already filming. And like you said, you were done in October. Yeah. Yeah, um, but they then went to Iceland for, I think, two months. And... For a little beach vacation? <laughs> <laughs> no. But, uh... We were talking about this on a previous episode of Game of Owns recently, but yeah. do you think, you know, if you could comment on what the prospects are for having a season four, like, when do you anticipate going back to work if they are if they do decide to start up season four? Have they talked about that or any um, plans come through? Nothing officially has been confirmed. We haven't been retained or anything, but um, if they do... Um, bear in mind that if it was going to happen, I wouldn't be able to tell you <laughs> until yeah. it's officially announced. Sure. Um, right. I'm sure you can imagine that there probably will be one. Um, but there's no way. Like, this is just me personally speculating. There's no way they're not going to continue with this. Um, anyway, it would be starting around July, probably to film. Yeah. Okay. Let's get a couple more months. Yeah. And it's going to be a busy couple of months, to be honest. Um, it's all 
going pretty crazy at the moment, to be honest. Hmm. Now, now, with all the the previews and the trailers that that have come out over the last week or so, what storyline are you most eager to see? I mean, Hodor aside, obviously. Uh, you know, what which are kind of your favorites that you followed over? The first couple of seasons, or, or even, you know, having read the books. Um, or having not read the books and having read ahead in Wikipedia. Um. Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's uh, what I meant. I was trying to alert just listeners, make it don't sound better. Wikipedia. Uh, yeah, well, how, how are we on spoilers in this? I know you guys haven't read all the books. And, I just don't like, want to be spoiled. Uh, we- I, have to, I have to say, some of you will know what's going to happen. And it's, it's a stark storyline in season three. I am, yeah, it's, 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 it's going to be interesting. Yeah, hmm. I mean, the, the name... The name "The Red Wedding" has been thrown around on this show, but I think we've stayed away from, of course, uh, you know, explaining exactly what that is and exactly what takes place. Um, that's that's the storyline I am both looking forward to, and yeah, I'm just going to say looking forward to looking forward there to seeing. I'm looking for I'm looking forward to seeing the internet. Let's say after that happens, I'm foreseeing just a massive blow up. I'm foreseeing the, like because we've seen the past two years, the show has been so popular over social media, but I mean, even just now with the podcast and everything else involved, stuff is just reaching some sort of like critical mass. And I feel like yeah, so it's like a halfway through the, right halfway through the season, I think everything's just going to explode. Like we're going to see yeah. trending topics. We're like four out of ten of these trending topics after every episode is just going to be about like what their favorite character did, their own of the episode. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's interesting that you say the Starks too, because I'm thinking like, even though the Starks are cool, and with season one, you know, obviously Ned was, yeah. uh, you could say, he's the lead, you know, leading character. Yeah. But since then, and it's just all the other characters are so fully realized, Tywin and Danny and everybody, that it seems like the show has given us these other people to follow. You know, it's true. Of the but I, of- I see the Starks. Sorry to interrupt. But the Starks yeah. and the Stark children. I see them as. Like I'm not going to say that the heroes, but they're they're the people that everyone can be behind, and like they're not featured as much as they used to be, and you know they're almost like slow burners. People are mm-hmm. sort of hoping and expecting that they're going to get revenge, and they're going to, you know what I mean? Uh, who yeah. knows with George? It might never happen. Literally, mm-hmm. we could just be trampled by a yak or something. Like that. <laughs> uh, just a completely by a mountain a worthless death, a massive <laughs> um, Arctic camel. Yeah, just something like that. But I think that's uh, that's that's why I like the Starks. And you know, I, I don't think they really ever did anything to deserve all the stuff that happens to them. To be honest, mm-hmm. on our upcoming Friday episode, I'm going to bring this up as well. But I wanted to throw this your way, Christian, and gather your thoughts on this. This is a quote recently from George in an interview he did on a blog that one of our listeners tweeted us. And I, I give you a shout out right now, but Micah tweeted some crazy shit from Goo this morning, and so we've got like a million re- uh, at replies, and I'm trying to get through it. But I, I'll, you know who you are. Thank you so much for your submission. But uh, this quote says, um, and they're asking him about Winds of Winter, obviously, right? Mm-hmm. And he said, "I am working on it. It will be a long time coming. I have many, yeah. many more pages to do, but I have some great stuff planned for it." A lot of blood and fire and death and devastation and raven ravens coming home to roost. Oh, that's amazing! Think about that for a second. What? Yeah, well, the raven, to me, the ravens coming home to roost is interesting. Most of all, I'm, to be I'm right, and I, I, I listen to that, and I'm just like, damn. Yeah, but you know what he's done there? Really, he's given you all this information, all this stuff that could happen, <laughs> and he's just basically outlined everything. In that sentence. So he's teasing me is what you're saying. Uh, you know, I don't think there's anybody else on the planet who can say a lot without saying anything. 
as much as George. <laughs> right. Like, over the years. Like, imagine how many questions he gets asked every single day of his life. And like, he's going to become a great evader of questions. What would you like for breakfast, Mr. Martin? <laughs> there about some fire and ice and still <laughs> ways away, but some That's ravens like, coming home to roost would be great. Yes, and by yeah. breakfast, I mean... Who is Jon Snow's real mother? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the wait the waiter gets like taken out in the kitchen by like the the sous chef. He's like, you can't ask questions like that, and he just kills him on the spot. Yeah. Do you know yeah. there's one thing that really bugs me, and I'm just gonna put it out there. I don't give a shit. See when I read forums and internet stuff, and like say George appeared here or he's done a panel there, and you read down over the comments. And someone goes, why is he there and not writing the book? I want a button. I want a button that I press and their computer gets electrified and they get a fucking shock. I'm sure we can organize that. <laughs> that needs to be a thing. That needs in, – in a couple of years when internet security becomes the main thing and more people are on it and everything, that, that should be a thing. Mikey, can we get our goo hackers on the job, please? You can send an email, yeah, right? Absolutely. All right. All right. <laughs> I mean, they're elite. God yeah. forbid the guy should have a life and yeah, go know, out. And, they have to. They have to. Like, obviously, he needs to write it. But um, he's writing like, it. It's, you know what I mean? It's his job. Yeah. Like, he's doing. He's doing it. He's doing it on his own pace. That's how I'd. I'd rather have it no other way. You know? Yeah, and like, it's not as if obviously he had most of Dance of Dragons done before the the show started. It's not as if he took. He, he hurried up with that. You know what I mean? He, he, he took his sweet time over that. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. I. I don't think he's going to put something substandard out just for just for the sake of it. Well, I mean, it's his, it's his work, and I realize there's pressure because there's a massive, massive following. But mm. it's at the end of the day, it's his work, and if it's not done on his own pace, then it, it's not going to come out the way he intended it, and that wouldn't be true to any of us that love the story. Yeah, well, it'll be interesting to see that like, maybe for one of the first instances ever, people will be able to see like a watered down version of what's going to happen before the book comes out. You know, it's going to right. maybe be the, the reverse of everything that's always happened. You know, I mean, you'll see it on the show first, and then. You can go in and see all the intricate details afterwards, which is different. Well, do you think hmm. that eventually we might get uh, on a pacing where the show is caught up with the sixth or the seventh book? Probably just the seventh, I'm thinking, maybe. I think it probably will. Maybe. Um, I think it will. If we go um, a book a year or even splitting the book, I think we're going to catch up, definitely. Uh, if he has another book to write after winter, definitely. Uh, you know, that, that must uh, not be good for you, though, because Bran's going to keep getting larger and larger as time goes on and that's going to put a serious <laughs> strain on your back if you have to keep carrying him around yeah well we've already sort of sussed that out though we've got the cart um there you go <laughs> the magical wheelbarrow yeah god knows by the time like uh, it's going to be like a, a moped by the time you get a rim, rims on it <laughs> yeah or like a, a dr x wheelchair by the time uh, the books are done <laughs> i actually uh just recently watched that finale a few days ago and got to see that that improvised Hodor once again. Oh, really? Yeah, nice little spot. And then you know, we get to see the epic wheelbarrow shot. I was thinking, guys, we should put somewhere in the layout just a picture of that wide shot with Winterfell burning in the background. Now yeah, that everyone's nice seen it. Actually, do you I, know what? That, that, that day was one of the most epic days ever because, you know, it's in the most beautiful area you can imagine. You're literally on the top of a mountain. Um, mm-hmm. The clouds are all doing like a 360 circle above you. and. There's thunder and stuff in the background. This is all in the real life. Like YouTube, HBO didn't arrange this. Um, this is just Ireland, and like the winds blowing and your your cloaks blowing around you. And like you know, that's why it's easy to act well. It's easy to be because it's so real, right? You, you can you can imagine you're in Westeros because it feels so detached from being in like Kmart, which is <laughs> you know I mean? it definitely feels like a separate universe. 
but I have to say, without this, obviously this is not a spoiler, but in, in the next season there is an ADR. There was a, a Hodor I did on the show, and it says um, best Hodor ever beside it. <laughs> um, I, I want to see if you're going to be able to spot it during season three. That's awesome. Um, Will be a challenge to listeners right there, right in. Yeah, it's, it's 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 a funny one. So word is you're heading across the pond soon to work on something else. Yes, um, it's a documentary film called Treasure Trapped. It's basically um, set around the LARP community, like live action role play. Uh, which, yeah, I'm, I've never done it, but, you know, being a Warcraft player and being into fantasy and stuff, these people are, well, they feel like they're my people, you know what I mean? Um, Eric is very interested in this. I've seen Eric ga- gather himself in quite a collection of <laughs> costumes. Yes, I have costumes, but I wouldn't say I wouldn't say it's quite at the skill level or the attention to detail required for LARPing. I'm going to disagree. It's definitely at the attention of detail. Eric walks in, right? I'm in Chicago with a bunch of friends. He walks into this apartment <laughs> in the – I'm talking piece by piece, including the little sack on his belt for gold farthings and a sword and everything in the exact outfit of Robin Hood from Robin Hood Men and Tights. Okay. It is true that happened. Perfectly but exact. For no apparent reason or just – No, well, it was Halloween. Oh, okay. That said, it, it, I, I guess the attention to detail bit, yes, that was actually very that was cool. strongly c- constructed. Yeah, by um, – actually, I have to give them a shout-out. Yeah. Uh, Twin Roses, Twin Roses Designs out of um, Virginia Beach, I believe. Um, but uh, I've known them for years, and of course, they they made my Harry Potter robes. Um, back in 2004. So I've been dealing with them forever. But, you know, I, I do think that uh, LARPing, I, I don't even really know what it is or what it entails. Um, so I actually am interested in watching this documentary. It's incredible. Um, as, like you said, the costumes have an incredible amount of detail. The weapons and stuff, they're made out of foam. But mm-hmm. it's <laughs> these are majorly expensive pieces of kit. Like, um, they put a lot of effort into designing these and stuff. And the rule book is incredible. It's like a, a phone book of rules. It's like stuff. D&D kind of. Yeah, it's incredible. I, I, and um, all the sort of ifs and buts and things you can do and things you can't do. And then, it's just, just a lot of fun. I've never done it, but um, I've done a lot of research into it now. Um, oh, yeah, that that's pretty awesome. Oh, you see that? Thank you. Yeah. So imagine Eric on the subway in Chicago wearing that shirt. <laughs> <laughs> he like literally was the coolest dude in that city for like three days. I, <laughs> I have a photo of it on the subway too, but we we can move on, of course. But I'll share. Uh, yeah, I've seen this. That's, I have to say, I've seen that standard of LARP. I don't know. I've, I've seen a lot higher quality costumes in this right well the thing is this starts off with a piece of just so that people who don't understand what larp is um right it starts off with a dramatic piece um done in the style of your traditional fantasy lord of the rings sort of thing which is the part Mm -hmm. i'm involved in um and it'll show it crossing over to like say two larp guys sitting in a pub with their with their trading cards you know what I mean? Sort of doing the actions on the table, what we will be doing in real life. Oh my god, that is so cool! Yeah, a crossover like that. Um, so yeah, it's, it's pretty awesome actually. So I'm really looking forward to doing that. Well, I'm watching this video. This is this is really lightning crazy. Bolt. Lightning bolt, lightning bolt, <laughs> <laughs> rock, rock. Do you know what? That was my first video I ever saw of LARP, and I was like, oh my god, these are all wife swappers. But it's not the case. <laughs> it's, it's not the case. That's a really bad example. I think it's awesome. I think it looks fun. Yeah. That's, the, that's like the kind of stuff that I did when I was probably about 12 and wish I could keep mm. doing. You do worse every day, Zach. <laughs> yeah, it's true. 
so Chris, do you have any plans to uh, to be in the States anytime soon? Yes, actually. Um, I got a call about about a week ago. Um, I've been asked to present an award at the Shorty Awards. Um, oh, cool. Which, yeah, which is for um, social networking, Twitter, Facebook, and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I have to say it was a bit of a shock. But, um, yeah, I've heard of the awards and stuff, and yeah, I'm really flattered. So I, I can't wait. <laughs> it's going to be interesting. I've, I've never, I've never done anything like that before. So um, it'll be interesting. I know Felicia Day is going to be there. Um, Lisa Campanella, like last, I think it's last year Miss America and stuff they got there. Yeah, there's been some really high profile winners as well. I saw Conan win an award recently. Uh, I think it was last Gervais year as well. Yeah, no, that's really awesome. I think, guys, let's let's go out for one. Let's let's try to win one next year. Yeah, like, you know, you totally could. I'm not sure what the criteria are, but I'm sure you guys take a few boxes. <laughs> that's that's the well, biggest compliment I can possibly give you. How about you just steal one for <laughs> us go. while you're there please, and we'll claim that please. we want it? <laughs> yeah, well, they're hardly going to be able to wrestle it off me, are they? Hmm. Are you foreseeing any wardrobe malfunctions at this award show? Any yeah, predictions? I'm going to have a nip slip. God. Uh, it's a such, that's, that V is too deep, Christian. That's such a deep V. <laughs> I thought he was going to say uh, Miss America was going to magically lose her dress. Uh, it's just going it, to it'll it'll disappear. Well, do you want me to ask an Oscar? <laughs> <laughs> Bring Captain you know? Creepy Face from the House of the Undying. I'm sure he'll make something happen. Do you know she's a huge Game of Thrones fan? No way. Yeah, um, Alisa Campanella. That's how I know Alisa. Uh, her boyfriend and her Torrance Coombs. Uh, he's a big fan of the books and the TV show, and he got her into it, and that's how we met on Twitter. So she's a massive Game of Thrones fan. Interesting how adult the audience is for this fantasy series. I've always just been kind of blown away by it. Well, it's it's not exactly your your commoner garden fantasy, you know, right? With all the with the incest, rape, murder, and stuff. It's not exactly the Smurfs. You well, know? the Smurfs unedited, I think. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the, the unedited Smurfs, Smurfs are quite bad. Yeah, it's, it's 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 going to be fun, and I'm looking forward to seeing who I'm going to meet. Yeah, we do want to take this time to remind our listeners that if you did happen to have a question for us, you can contact us um, primarily via our email. Um, for most, you know, things that you want to say to us, that email address is contact at gameofowns.com. And now, Christian, if you want to provide an email address, or if you want our listeners to get in touch. With you through us, we can do that as well. Well, you, um, you can get in touch with me via Twitter. That's um, okay. I, I try to respond. <laughs> just, give, just give everyone your email. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to give them email addresses. Freaks. We have <laughs> no, your home can. address, Christian. We really want to visit and see if you need anything. <laughs> Bank account details. Yeah, no shit. Can I have yeah, your Twitter- iTunes account? <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> Well, yeah, if you don't know my Twitter, it's just my name, Christian with a K, Nairn as in biscuits. Or- Nairn. <laughs> there you <laughs> yeah. go. So there is that. And yeah. uh, just a reminder that we are, in fact, on iTunes and that may, in fact, it's likely that that's the way that you guys are listening to us right now. It's likely. It, it, mm-hmm. it is. And in fact, in the time that it uh, took to record this episode and uh, – Chris made his threat. We got several more reviews, and I don't even know how that's possible because nobody's even heard the show yet. Space time continuum. Uh, needless to say, the threats have uh, have obviously worked. And the first uh, review we got in is from Johnny Love sixty seven. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> <he's>, <laughs> He says, uh, getting excited for season three and just started book five. Great to have a podcast that incorporates both. Great job. 
Okay. Yeah. Uh, Johnny. Got another one from Borden Wilson who says, uh, I've been looking for a Game of Thrones podcast for the last three years and have finally found one. Most of the podcasts I listened to uh, were two plus hours of the hosts getting off to their Game of Thrones intellect. <laughs> oh. well, we, we don't do that here. We, <laughs> we have no intellect. We turn, we turn the mics off for that and turn the lights out too. Uh, uh, <laughs> finally, I came across Goo. They've got cool hosts who make hilarious jokes and insightful observations about the TV show and series. It's the kind of conversation you'd love to have with your friends while having a beer. Ah. Well, that's good. Borden, I'd love to get you a Mai Tai. <laughs> Is that a bother? Okay, here we go. What do I say now? Micah, you say something. You're good at this. And, of course, if you would like to uh, rate and review us like Johnny Love and Borden did, uh, you can hop onto iTunes, which is most likely where you downloaded this podcast, and uh, – Give us uh, five stars. Nothing less is acceptable. Uh, and uh, if you don't uh, rate us five stars, I refer to the uh, comment at the top of the show, courtesy. <laughs> you know, I just got to say, Borden, that was one of the nicest reviews. That was just, I mean, come on, guys. Let's be let's It makes be real me here. feel good about not being smart. That's, <laughs> that's, that's my response. That's my feedback to that. that. That feels, no, I mean, you know, I mean, in terms of being also personable, that there are other things and other you know, it sounds like you can relate to your friends and conversation you'd like to have with them. That's great. That's just that, that. That is a very nice review. We literally the only reason we make this show is so it is a good time. There's there's no I don't even really know how to describe it. We don't we don't have like a Google Doc full of things to go into. It's just literally us hanging out with our friends. For example, today, Christian's on the show and, and we're just having a blast. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> we actually paid him. We paid him. We paid him yeah, to be on the we show. We paid him. Check is in the mail. Also, Christian, thank you for for donating your time to us. Today. <laughs> no worries. We played him in Warcraft Gold. Isn't this what this is all about? Too, it's like he lost a, a Warcraft or something to you, and and then he was <laughs> actually he did. I fucking destroyed him in a pet battle. <laughs> that was the only way you will ever destroy me. <laughs> oh, dude, it was so, it was so. I just fucking rage destroyed him. I pretty much soloed him with one of my pets, just one of them. That's because you are sad enough to sit and play Pokemon rather than level your character. <laughs> That's basically the. the, the Oh, and short of it. <laughs> you, know, you you two guys are pretty funny, the way you go back and forth like that, making uh, jokes about how Zach pl still plays Pokemon. <laughs> you know, you guys should maybe look into uh, to doing something together down the road. I think it would be pretty funny. Funny you should say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's really funny you should say that, Micah Tannenbaumster. Um, I guess we should just, let's just talk about it right now. Out loud with our mouths. Okay, well, I'll let you start because I've talked an awful lot. <laughs> uh, barring IMing instant messaging, I'm going to use my vocal cords in this one. Um, I guess right now you could you could go look at this right now. We've got more news cascading from the funnel of news source soon. But um, mm -hmm. Christian and I have been working on this have we, since like last December. <laughs> yeah. You it's think been a long it, time coming. I've been traveling. He's been doing all of his work. He has a busy schedule. I have a busy schedule. Everyone has a busy schedule. And that's on top of making goo and all this other stuff. But starting, I guess, right now, you're you're listening to this show on Wednesday, and then everything should be good if all of the people in the back end and everything's straight. But we have begun and started a, a venture forward into making a program together. And it's going to yep. be a fun little uh, show. Yeah. Um, what are we calling it? Two's Company? Yeah. The show's called Two's Company. And yeah. it, we, all the uh, formal things are coming, but it, 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 we, I guess it's a good place to talk about on Game of Owns because all these people are like our friends anyway that are listening. Uh, it's it's um, under the title of kind of like an advice show, 
but it's not set in stone as that. I mean, like obviously we have both had our own personal experiences and over getting to know each other over the last maybe 68 months. So basically we've obviously had a lot of life experience between us in different ways. And, you know, I like to listen to people. I like to, I like to know people's business. <laughs> um, in an unofficial way, it'll be nice to maybe try and help some people out. Uh, I'm not going to say do this, do that, but it's just to get a bit of, of different perspective because uh, we have very different backgrounds, very different shit has happened to us um, yep. over the years. Um, and I thought it would be nice to give a little bit back this show's really it's like it's about like starting a dialogue like he was saying it's not about mm. like do this go do this but you know some things are fun to talk about whether it's funny whether it's not funny whether it's about cooking whether it's about yada 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 it'll be it'll be fun it's like a general fun thing it's kind of hard to explain but yeah it's it's a good time we, we do talk quite a lot and usually it ends up being quite funny and that's where the idea came from it's just, <laughs> we really we really need to record this shit that's cool yeah, I'm looking forward to it. So all you have to do, head over to twoiz.co. The show's called Two Is Company. It's Two Is Co. on Twitter, all over the place. You guys will find it, twoiz.co. It's fun. We exist. And it's two as in T-W-O, not the number. Yeah, that too. Don't don't put in the number. That'd be kind of funny. <laughs> oh, I love the little the scene at the beach with the nasty umbrella. I love this. <laughs> Can I just say that was my idea? I've always wanted to use a guillotine. True story. It, it, even on vegetables. It's totally barbaric. <laughs> well, that sounds uh, really awesome. And as Eric points out, uh, like the uh, like the setup here on the website right now, apparently you guys are sponsored by Nest Tea. Um, yeah, it was, it's a weird partnership. Do you get free beverages to drink during the show? We get 30% off. 30% off, yeah. 30% off. All right. Yeah. Well, yeah. Do we? <laughs> Shut up. That's the first thing I fucking heard. <laughs> wow. Z- Zach's been keeping it to himself this whole time. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> well, uh, thanks to uh, to Christian. We really appreciate you uh, stopping by the show again. And uh, no, we appreciate you coming on, Christian, and 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 you know, allowing us to prehash, as it were, season three, the upcoming season. Plus, it's always good to hear from you, and good to catch up. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. A pleasure as always. And um, our listeners can look forward to a Friday episode, very special Friday episode this week coming. So we have one more show before the one show. One more show. One, one more, more show. show. Yes. <laughs> one more show. It's gearing up to be quite a good one, and that will allow us all to kind of get our heads on straight before season three. And then, oh my God, like, in only a couple days, season three will be here. Yeah, seven days. Season three approaches, guys. Eat your Wheaties. Watch what you can of season two if you have access. Read Cliff Notes. Read Winner is Coming. Say hello to all of us. This has been Game of Bones. It's a podcast that you're listening to. I'm Zach. I'm Eric. I'm Micah. I'm Christian. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yep. (laughs) 